The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Gemara Tahanit, Dab Zayin. Today's Dab is being studied. Ilunishmat Avraham ben Esther, Ruach Hashem, Tanihenu began Eden. Amen. Today's Dab is being studied. Rufuashedema, Eliyahu Hayim ben Shafia, Sophia. And Narefanalo, Betoch Shear, Hole Amo Israel. Amen. Begin today's daf on Daf Zayin Amud Rishon, and we are on the second line. Amar bi Abhu, Gadol Yom Geshamim Mitehiyat Metim. The day of rains is even greater than the day of the resurrection of the dead. The Ilu Tehiyat Metim Nasadikim. Because Tehayat Amitim only benefits the righteous. You have to be deserving for Tehayat Amitim. Ve'ilu Geshamim, when it comes to the rains, Ben L'Tzadikim, Ben L'Rishaim. Which means even the Rishaim enjoy the benefits of the rain. Ufliga Rav Yosef. This statement argues on Rav Yosef. De'amar Rav Yosef, Mitoch shi shekula kithayat Amitim. Because the day of rains is equal that's why they placed the Berakha of rains, mentioning of rains, in the Berakha of Tehayatamitim in Amida because it is equal. So therefore we have a Mahloket, uh, is it greater than Tehayatamitim or is it equal? So the Shisha Rufliga de Rabbi Yosef, the Iyu Amar Kitayatamitim, Velo Yoter, Sheba Hayim bin Adam, Shatvua Gedelabo. Which means, just like Tehiyat Metim gives life to the dead, so uh, rain, rain gives life to the living. So therefore, in that sense, it is, is equal. According to the first opinion, not only does it give life to the living, but it has the additional benefit that it gives life to all living, even the Sha'im. And therefore, it's greater. So therefore, Mahlokit is a greater Tehiyat Metim because of the, the, the Sha'im factor, that benefit, was it equal? Because of the life factor, which means just like this gives life to the dead, this gives life to the living, and there, because of the produce, obviously, that the rain uh, produces, which is the wheat, therefore it is equal. <coughs> Times the Gemaran continues. Amar of Yehuda, Gadol Yom Geshamim, great is the day of rain, Kiyom Shinitna Bo Torah. Like the day that the Torah was given. Which means, just like the Torah is spiritual sustenance, it's mazon for the neshama, so to the rain becomes the physical sustenance. Which is just like the rain, just like the Torah sustains a person spiritually, so to the Torah sustains a person spiritually. Or the, the rain sustains a person physically. So again, Gadol Yom Geshamim Keyom Shenitna Bo Torah Shenemar, as the pasuk says, Yarof Kamatar Lekhi, which means the Matar, Matar is the rain. Yarof, Yarof is will come down, it'll um, it'll drip, or it'll come down from the heavens. Kamatar, like rain, Lekhi, my teachings. So you see, the Torah compares Matar to the teachings. What is the teachings? The ain lekah elatora. When it says Ya'arof Kamatal Likhi, 
my teachings are referring to the Torah. Shneeman ki lekach tov datati lachem Torati al taazovu. So the Torah is called the lekach, and then we see the Torah. The pasuk compares Yom Geshamim to Yom Matan Torah. Rava Amar yoter miyom shenetna bo Torah. Rava comes along and says it is even greater than the day the Torah was given. Why? Shneemar yaarof kamatar lekhi. The pasuk says kamatar lekhi. My leka, my Torah is like the rain. Implying the rain is the major item, and the Torah, the Torah is comparing the Torah to the rain, like the Gemara says, "Minit la bemi." Who is dependent on who? Have you omir katan mitla begadol? It is the small that is dependent on the big, which means in this comparison, who's getting compared to who? We're comparing the Torah to the rain, implying that the rain is greater. Now, what's the logic of how the rain is greater than uh, even the uh, Torah itself? Because not only does the Torah, the Torah of course provides spiritual sustenance, but who? To the tzaddikim, to those that study the Torah. However, the rain. Not only does it provide sustenance, but it provides also to the Rishayim as well. So therefore it has that added benefit. It's even greater in one sense than Torah. The Torah again only benefits the Sadiqin. That's the way the Maharsha explains it. Mara continues. Rava, Rameketif. Rava brought a contradiction in two Pesukim. Ya'arof kamatar likhim. One pasuk says, Ya'arof kamatal l'khi, that the rain uh, will drip down l'khi like my teachings. Well, the, my teachings will rain down like the rain, actually. Ukhtiv tizal katal imrati. Then it says, the words of the Torah will tizal katal, they will uh, come down, they will drip down like dew. So what is it? Is it like matar or is it like uh, tal? So if the student is a Tamil Hakam Hagun, which means he has the proper midot, he has the proper uh, uh, intentions when he's studying the Torah, then the Gemara says, Katal. Then already the Torah will go down to him like do, which means in a nice, positive way. The Imlav. But if not, if he's not a Tamil Hakam Hagun, which is if he doesn't have the uh, proper uh, midot, then it says it's not going to be like uh, do orfeu kamatar. Let the rains come down and and it will kill him, which means the Torah is going to be to a to a detriment to him. So we're talking about two different students over here. But if you have a good student, the Torah will bring him up. Tizal katal tizal is a soft word to come down like the do and elevate him. However, if he's a uh, she has the wrong intents when he's studying Torah. The word orfehu, oref, can be like the takiglarufa, decapitate him. The Torah will come and it'll, it'll destroy him. It'll be his, uh, it'll be his detriment. And the Gemara uh, continues on this theme. Tanya hayar vibanaa omer kol haosek but Torah lishma. Anybody that studies Torah lishma, what does it mean Torah lishma? So she gives a definition here. Mishum ka'asher sivani Hashem Elohai. Velo kedir lehekrot the bee. Very simple. You're studying Torah 
Because HaKadosh Baruch Hu commanded you. That's the only reason. No ulterior motives. Not so you can be called rabbi. Not for any other glory. Just because Borei Olam commanded you, that's why you're getting up, that's why you're studying Torah. Toraton Narasitno Samhayim. So the Torah to that person becomes an elixir of life. It becomes a, a, a remedy for him. It becomes beneficial to him. Shri'emar, Aetz Hayim Hi. It's a tree of life to those that are holding on to it. The Omer, and it says as well, in the Pasuk in Mishle, Rifu'utihi Lesharecha, which means this is going to be a Rifu'ah, a healing to your Sharecha, to your Tabu, to your navel, which means that's where all the, uh, the Mephashim explain, all the Gidim um, are. Uh, that's what the Gidim run through your body. And therefore the Torah will be a healing to your Tabur, just the entire body, because that's the root of all the um, all the veins that are running through. In any event, the Omer, and the Pasuk says as well regarding Torah, Ki Motsei Matza Hayim. Those that find Torah actually find life. The but Torah Shelolishma. Everybody that studies Torah for ulterior motives, then the Torah becomes a potion of death. The word ve'arifu is over here lashon death, like it talks about agla'arufa. And therefore, the Torah sometimes is able to. Elevate a person, and sometimes it brings the person that is the same Torah. The mashal the hakamim give is like Torah is like water. Whatever you plant, whatever you have on the ground, you pour water on, it causes to grow. If you have a healthy tree, it causes a tree to grow. If you have weeds that are on the ground and you pour the water on it, it'll cause the weeds to grow. Therefore, whatever a person is, the Torah will just promote and make it more pronounced. If a person's a the person has the Torah l'shma, the Torah will bring him life. However, if not, the contrary, the Torah will grow that person into a uh, into a tzama mavid will be deserving already to death itself. So the top Tosfot has a question. Tosfot answers from the Gemara but we learned that you're always supposed to study, even if you study Shelo Lishma, but at least in the beginning, from your Lishma will come Lishma. So I can give it a survey for Tamina Khamstan and Shalishma, you should kill him, you should be destroyed. There's two types of Shelo Lishma. There's two types Which means, the Shelo Lishma that we're talking about over here, that the Gemara Pesachim says, is we are doing it for kavod? You want to be called rabbi? You want to get some honor? All right, so that you could start your career off like that, and eventually you get lishma. We're talking about over in the Gemara. Someone that studies Torah in order to criticize it, in order to uproot it, 
in order to question it, in order to destroy it. That's already a Shalom Lishma. That Shalom Lishma type of Torah never gets to Lishma. Your only type of Torah that Shalom Lishma that's good is a type of Shalom Lishma that can reach to Lishma. Mm-hmm. However, a type of Torah that always will remain Shalom Lishma, like a person that's coming to disprove the Torah and find the critique, Hasb Shalom, that's already uh, a person that the Torah will become a Sama Mavet because of him. Comes the Gemara and continues. Amar le Rabbi Yirmiya le Rabbi Zera. Rabbi Yirmiya tells Rabbi Zera, "Liti mor litni. Come, my master, teach me something." Amar le halash li bai velo yechina. I'm tired. Uh, I cannot uh, concentrate on the you know the halachot, which is a little heavy, a little deep. So it's fine. Le ma mor milta de agadita. So instead of giving me a, you know, a halakha, give me a little derasha, give me some type of agarata. Amaleh, so he said, Hachi Amar of Yohanan. My dikhti, what does it mean in the Pasuk? Kiya Adam etza sadeh. says, human beings are compared to a tree. Kiya Adam etza sadeh. Vichi Adam etza sadeh. Is a human being a tree? What does that mean? Ela mishuk dikhti. By a tree, we have two different Pasukim. One Pasuk says, Ki mimenu... Tokal, that the purpose of the tree is we eat from the tree. Veoto, and uh, that tree, lo tichrot. You shouldn't cut the tree down. Uchtiba, we have another pasuk that says, Oto tashrit vecharata. That certain trees are supposed to chop down and destroy them. So therefore, since human beings are like a tree, so therefore, obviously, some trees are supposed to take from. And other trees are supposed to destroy. If the Tabit Hakam is Hagun, if he's proper, if he has the proper Midot, the proper Ashkafot, from him, go study Torah. Go enjoy the fruits of his Torah. Go learn from him. And do not destroy him. However, if he's Tabit Hakam, which means he has the bad Ashkafot, he has the bad Midot, then already, oto tashhit vecharata. Then he's worthy to be destroyed. So man is just like a tree. Certain tabidachamim that we to learn from, and other tabidachamim, which is obviously we're talking about people that have wisdom, even though they have knowledge and they have uh, uh, brilliance, doesn't matter. It's tamina kamshino hagun. If he has bad uh, ideas and bad uh, reputation, then already he's like that other tripe tree. You have to. You have to destroy from him. You have to destroy him. You have to keep away from him and not study Torah. Tosfot. In Tabir Hakam Agun, Mimenu, Tokar. Perush, Lemot de Faraf. Learn from him. Veoto, Lotechlot. Kilomar, Lotepere de Menu, Lelech de Fne, Ravahir. Don't leave him to go to another rabbi. Jeez, if the rabbi is good, you're studying with him. Can you stay by him? But if not, gotta run away from him. Says study by a rabbi that was called Ahir. Ahir was a uh, was a, was, a, was an apostate. He was a Mahalil Shabbat. He studied by somebody that was Enu Agun Hakam. Yachod el modafanaf. If he shall know you'll modafanaf. But if he knows the Tamir Hakam, 
אין לו רשאי ללמוד לפניו. אז אורכוס רבי מאיר ימסף הוא זה תמיר חכם. זאת תמיר חכם is able to sift between the good and the bad. And even that the Gemara questioned. However, when it comes to a student that's not expert, that cannot sift, then for sure he should not study by a תמיר חכם who is not הגון. Because for all we know he might take the bad and leave the good. So he doesn't know exactly what's good and what's bad. Amar Rabbi Hama. Bihama said, Birbi. Hanina. My dichtif. What does it mean when it says in the Pasuk, Barzel Bibarzel Yahat? The Pasuk says that the Ish Yahat Penedium. Barzel Bibarzel. Iron and iron together. Similar to a person in front of his friend. What does this mean? Ma barzel zeh. Echad mechadded et chavero'o. Just like the iron. One piece of iron sharpens the other. For example, you have two knives. How do you sharpen a knife? With a knife. Av shenet tamidya chachamim. Mechadidin zeh et zeh ba'alakha. So too, two tamidya chachamim. When they study together, they're actually sharpening each other to get clarity in the halakha. Therefore, the importance of studying with a study partner instead of studying alone. Why is the Devre Torah compared to fire? Which means, when you want to make a fire, you can't put one piece of wood to make a fire. You need to put two or three pieces of wood together to create a a fire of substantial. So therefore, said with the Vrei Torah, the Vrei Torah like fire. You can't make a fire alone. You can't study alone. You need to study in a group. You have to have a partner in order to create, bring out the fire of the Torah. Va'ainu da'amana biyoseh barhanina. So what the biyoseh barhanina taught? May dichtiv. What does it mean? In the pasuk, cherev el abadim v'noalu, which means cherev that there be a sword in a badim to the badim v'noalu. What do these words mean? Badim v'noalu. Cherev al sonehem shel tamidah hakamim. There's a sword that lies on the tamidah hakamim, meaning a sword of death that lies on the enemies of the tamidah hakamim, which is a euphemism for saying tamidah hakamim. She oskim bad be bad b'torah. That study alone, Hereb el Abadim, bad be bad, to those scholars that are studying alone. Why? Not only that, but they become foolish, which means they're going to make mistakes, which means they regress, they don't advance. As she says, the Targum explains the Ittabshana, they become Tabshim. Not only that, but they become, they are sinners. So you see the word no'alu means to sin. What's the explanation that it's considered uh, they are uh, sinners? So the explanation is because now they're going to make mistakes in their learning. When they make mistakes in their learning now, so now either they're going to cause themselves to sin, because they don't know what the halakha is, because they're making mistakes, they're not learning the proper way, or 
they're going to then go promote it to others, and therefore they're making sins now, because they're teaching the Torah in the wrong way. And someone is say from here, Noalu Sare Tsoan. So you see Noalu. Noalu is the the Sare Tsoan, the uh, leaders of Tsoan. Noalu they sinned. Vitru et Muslim and they caused Muslim to become uh, fooled. So therefore they're showing you the word Noalu is sinners. Another interpretation might be that the reason why they're considered uh, sinners is because when one studies alone, he might not come to the true depths of the Torah, and now he might have a negative view towards the Torah, because he didn't come to the true explanation. And if we might look at the Torah now in disdain, we might say, ah, look at the Torah, it doesn't, doesn't make sense, doesn't have any uh, doesn't good go. logic. And therefore, is choteh, because by studying alone now, it causes the person's attitude to Torah, to be one of uh, disdain. Instead, if he was turning with a habruta, so now they can come to the true sevarot, they come to the true understanding, and he sees the beauty of the Torah. If it comes to love the Torah. Amar of Nachman Bar Yitzchak, Lama nimshinu devre Torah ke'etz. Why is devre Torah compared to a tree? Shnei Amar, Etz ha'imi lemachazikim ba. Tomar lechama etz. Just like by trees, wood. Katan Madikatagadon, person wants to make a fire. So he has the big log over there. How does he light the big log? Not with another big log. You take a small kisam, you take a small piece of wood, right, a chip, and you light the big piece. After So to the smaller Tamidahakamim, like a piece of wood, they're able to ignite and sharpen the greater Tamidahakamim. Vahiru Damar of Harina. Harina says, I learned a lot of Torah from my rabbis. From my colleagues, even more from my rabbis. And from my students, more than any, all of them. Because when he's giving the shi'ur, so there was the questions and the different uh, clarities that the students asked and things like that. So that sharpens the rabbi. So he says, over here, that's like, that's like a piece of wood. But the smaller pieces of wood kindle the bigger ones. Rabbi Hanina brings a contradiction from two pesukim in Mishle. One pesuk says, In front of the thirsty one, they brought water. Anybody that's thirsty, let him go to the water. So make up your mind. Are you supposed to bring the water to the thirsty one, or let the thirsty one come to the water himself? In Talmid Hagunu, if the Talmid is Hagun, then the rabbi should actually go out of his way to go teach Torah and bring the water of the Torah to him. If not, do not pursue such a student. If the student is not a good, he has not a proper midot, a proper uh, 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 behavior, then already don't pursue him. Let him go to the, let him make the first step. Comes again, Moran says, What Pasuk says, Mishle, Yafusu ma'yonotecha husa. Let your wellsprings uh, uh, sprout forth, meaning outside. Uchtiv yulecha lebaddecha. Keep the Torah, keep it to yourself. So make up your mind. Are you supposed to share it? Are you supposed to keep it to yourself? 
If the Talmud is Hagun, if he's proper, which means he wants to learn Torah, the Shem Shamayim, so then already, Yafusu Ma'yonatecha Chutza. So then uh, she says, you can even teach him Sitre Torah. She's teaching him everything, give him even the secrets of the Torah. The Imlav, but if he's not Hagun, if he's not on the level, Yulechal Badecha, then you're better off keeping it to yourself. Because the student is not going to understand it the right way, and it's going to end up being detrimental. Then we have to know exactly what to say and who to say it to. Why is the Torah always compared to water? The Pasuk says that all the thirsty ones go to the water. Just like water always seeks its level. She's water goes to a high place, it always ends up in the lowest place. So to the Torah will only rest in a person that is humble, that his mind is is low. Just like the water always ends up in the lowest place. If there's a leak in the attic, where does the water end up? In the basement. So the same thing the Torah. It always finds itself in the end in people that are low, that people are shafil. Why is the Torah compared to the following three uh, liquids? What are the three liquids? Bemayim, water, biyayin, wine, bihalav, milk. So there's a two pesukim that compare the study of Torah to those liquids. These three items, these three liquids, where do you store them? You store them in uh, earthenware vessels. You don't store them in uh, fancy vessels. Similarly, the Vre Torah only rests in a person that is humble, that a person is, is in a low, a low vessel. Like the daughter of the Caesar once told Rabbi Yosho ben Hananiah, does it make sense that you had such glorious wisdom? Yeshua ben Hananiah, glorious wisdom. In such an ugly vessel, it seems to be Yeshua ben Hananiah was uncomely. And therefore, the deceased doesn't make sense, the daughter said. Such great wisdom, glorious wisdom in such an ugly container. Amar la, avich ramech amra bimaned Says, your father, doesn't he put the wine in the earthenware uh, vessels? So she says, Amra Where should he put it? Your father doesn't he, doesn't he put the, 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 the wine? Where does he store the wine? In other other vessels. She says, What do you mean? Where should he put it? You're so poor, you're so prestigious, you people. You should store the wine in gold and silver. So she went to tell her father, hey, we're so poor, why are we putting our wine in these earthenware vessels? Let's change and put in gold and silver. So they changed the wine, they put in gold and silver, and the wine spoiled. So they went to tell the king, So he goes to his daughter, 
Who told you this advice to put the wine in gold and silver? Hey, the rabbi. So they called the Yosef and back to the palace. Amar le, so the king says, Amai Amar Teache, why did you say this? Amar le, ki echi da amra li, amre la. I only answered her, what she told me I answered her back. I was the answer to her question. She said, how come uh, such glorious wisdom in such an ugly uh, receptacle? I said, yeah, your father, doesn't he keep the wine in the, uh, uh, in, in, in the, the great wine, the king's wine, delicious wine, where do you keep it? In the, in the lowest vessels, you keep it in the mani de fakhla, in the, in the earthenware. That was the answer to her question. So the Gibran says, Amar la, ve'ika. So they asked the rabbi, what do you mean we see that you have handsome people that are learned? So therefore you see that it's not necessary that you have a, uh, a correlation between a person's looks and his ability to study Torah. Again, the Gemara says, Ve'ika shapire, you have people that are handsome, the Gemire, that are, uh, that are learned. So the Gemara answers, Yavu sanu if they were less handsome, they would be able to learn more, they would know more. Because it's hard for a person to be humble when he has good looks. It gives them a gava. And therefore, you're right, they, they learn it. But they'd be more learned. If they didn't have the good looks that they had, they'd be able to be lower, and therefore they'd be able to have more Torah. That she says, the top, Yavu Sanu. It's very hard for a handsome person to lower his da'at, to become humble. And that causes him to forget. Tosfot has a different understanding of these last words. Look at the Tosfot Na'amud Vishon. Not if they were less handsome, but if they hated it, which means if they didn't show any credence or importance to it, if they were sanu, if they were sonediyof, it wasn't important to them, then already they would bring them, they would have, they would have more uh, scholarship, more understanding. Just like these three, Drinks that they become pasul, which means undrinkable. Which if you don't protect them very easily, they can become undrinkable. Pasul over here doesn't mean pasul meaning for korban uh, or something. Just undrinkable. Why? Something falls into these uh, water, very hard to clean it because the water is very, very. Uh, it's not thick. It's 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 it's, it's loose. And therefore, something falls in it, it wounds the whole, uh, uh, the water. You gotta throw it out. Same thing with milk, same thing with the wine. As opposed to, let's say, oil or honey, something falls in, it floats to the top, you just uh, take it out, yeah. stick, and then we can continue to drink it. So you have to be very careful. You, just, you take your mind off of it for, for a moment, now ready to become undrinkable. So too, after the Torah, so too, the Vre Torah. If you take your mind off it, if you don't continue to review and review it, it's very easily you forget it. That's the same, the same thing. That's why it's compared to these items. With just taking your mind off it for a little while, they become pasul, they become dirty. Mm-hmm. Same thing with the Vedic Torah. If you don't continue to learn and study and review your learning, it's very easy to be forgotten. Look at the Tosafot of Amud Rishon. Af, Af the Vedic Torah. 
And the Gemara is comparing the Devarim to Allah stays in a person that is humble. Torah is not found in the heavens. There's not those people that have their heads in the heaven. People that are game. Torah doesn't go into those people. Nor will you find Torah and the businessmen that are constantly traveling. Because they're traveling so much that they're unable to, to really study Torah. The Gemara says, Isafra, if a person is committed to the, to the Sefer, so lo Saifa. So then he's not, uh, he's not going to be uh, successful. Not, 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 the, the Saif is the, is the, uh, it's like the sword. The Isafra, lo Safra. If he's going with the sword, he's not going to end up with the book, which you can't do, you can't do both. The Hakidami Itatam, lo be Sakranim, velo be Tagarim, velo be Estrologin. Astrology. Which means, the astrologers, they spend so much time in studying astrology, they're not going to become great. So they ask Shemuel, What do you mean, Shemuel was a great astrologer? only studied astrology in the bathroom. Oh. And therefore, I never wasted any time studying astrology outside of the, the Vrita. So, all Shemuel's understanding that he said he knew the, the, the roads of the Shamayim, like the roads of the Hadi, ah, that was just from the bathroom. Which means he didn't spend any time outside studying the Vrita. Comes the Gemara and says, Amar Rab Hamma. One, two, three, fourth line on Zayna Mudbet. Amar Rabbi Hamma Bar Hanina Gadol Yom HaGeshamim According to our text Greater is the day of Geshamim Ki Yom Shinevru Shemayim Va'aris Tantamount to the day that God created the world Shine'emar as the Pasuk says Hida'ifu Let's explain this pasuk over here. Haraifu zhitifu, which means the rains, zhitifu shabayim. The skies were showering, which means the rains were coming down mimal, ushakim. And the heavens Yizilu Siddiq We're dripping Siddiq Righteousness Tiftah Eris The ground opens up After the rain falls Yifru Yesha What comes out of the ground? Yesha Salvation That's the food that comes out of the ground Ustaka Tasmiyah Yahad And charity will, will sprout forth Ani Hashem I am Hashem Berativ Now see the Pasuk over here is talking about the skies And it's talking about how it uh, brings down Geshem, at the end of the Pasuk, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, I am the one that uh, created them. Beratim lo ne'emar. It doesn't say I'm the one that created them. Them would imply the heavens and the earth. It says, no. Ela berativ, meaning in a singular language. It's specifically God is praying, taking praise while I'm the one that created the Geshem. The rain itself that falls from the heavens. And therefore, you see the rain on itself. It's like to take praise. So he doesn't take the praise that he barati the shemaim v'taharis. Even though the pasuk talks about the shemaim v'taharis, 
the Shahakim and the Aris. Khadwarakhu leaves the Shahim and the Aris and he says, I created it. So therefore you see the rain is tantamount to the creation of the Shahim Bhagavad. God takes the praise even on that itself. Then as she has a uh, uh, a different uh girsa over here. According to Rashi's girsa, uh, it's actually uh, according to this, he says over here, Shma Minash Mishtabemit Pair. Look at my go to Bach. I go to Bach Gimal. When the Sham Besido Sefari Maharim and the Sfarim the Gasi Gadod Yomagishamim, Miyom Shinivreu. Others had a girsah that's not equal. So the way we understand this dirasha, it really sounds like it's greater. Because the Kadumar who left taking praise from the Shaman Baharis and instead he took praise in the rains. So therefore the Bach says it's more understandable according to the girsah that said Gadol Yomagishamim, Miyom Shinivru. Not like our girsah that says they are equal, the same. Comes the Gibran continues. Great is the day of rain. So on that day, there is Yeshuaot. On the day that the Sereni day, there's salvation. Which means on that day, the Militsei Yosher and the Shamayim, the angels, the good angels, go in front of a Kadosh Baruch Hu and speak uh, good. And therefore, Beraka comes down to not only in rain, but another things, Shinaimal, like the Pasuk says, Tiftah Eris, after it rains, what happens? The ground opens up, the Yifru Yesha. Which means Yifru, you can have a a, 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 a a promotion of what? Of Yesha, of salvation. So not only in the rains, in other things. Yamara continues, Amar Rabbi Tanhum Bar Hanilai, Ena Gishamim Yordim, Ela Imkin Nimhalu Avonotehem Shal Israel. And when the rains come down, that's already a signal that a Kadosh Baruch Hu has forgiven the sins of Israel. Which means, when the Pasuk says, That means, Bore Olam now has um, showed interest in the land. How do you show interest in the land? By rain. When Borei Olam comes down to the land to give it the rains. So what happens? That's an indication that God must have given now forgiveness to the land, to the people on the land itself. Which means when God is... Um, uh, when God is, wants to show His will to the land... How does he show will to the land? By giving rain. That's already an indication that he has forgiven Yaakov. So we see that rain is um, connected to Mechilat Avonot. Zi'iri, which is a rabbi's name from Dehibat, not the regular Zi'iri. It's a different Zayri than the times of Ravina he lived, the Ravina, which is from the later Amoraim. Atun Mehachabatnitula. You learned from that Pasuk. Anan Mahabatinala, however, we learn it from a different Pasuk. Veata Tishma Hashamaim. 
And the pasuk finishes Abadecha ve'amecha Yisrael. And the pasuk continues ve'natata matav al arsecha. So you see over here, when the rain comes down, that's already an indication that Hakadosh Baruch Hu has forgiven the sins of Klaisul. Amar Rabbi Tarhum bered Rabbi Chaya ish kefar Ako. Ena geshabim ne'atzarim ela imkin itchayivu sunehem shel Yisrael kelaya. Which means the rains do not stop unless Katzus Shalom. The enemies of Israel, that's another way of saying Israel themselves, are Hayav Kedayam, they're Hayav destruction. Shneemah, Basuk says in Iyob, Tsiyah, Tsiyah means dry, a dry spell. Gam Chom, the summer, the time when it's hot, Yigzelu Mime Sheleg. It's going to steal from the uh, waters of the snow, which means the summer months are going to uh, steal. From the winter months, which is the summer is going to extend into the winter, and therefore it's going to take away from the rains. So you have a dry spell through the winter. Why? Sheol Hata'u. Because the people have sinned until Sheol, until Geinam. Which means when you see a dry spell and the heat is stealing from the uh, snowy season and the summer is long, that's because that the people have sinned. And therefore they have earned Gehinam. It means the Jewish people are considered guilty. And that's why the rains stop. So Zeridi from Deibat tells Ravina, You learn it from there. We learn from a different Pasuk in Kiryat Shema. And the end of the Pasuk says, And then what does it say at the end of the Pasuk? Which means, he's learned the Pasuk that as a result of as a result that you are Hayav Kelaya, that God wants to destroy you, so therefore that's an indication that you are deserving of uh, destroy. The simple Pshat of the Pasuk is that you're going to be sent into exile. According to his understanding now, it's once already Am Yisrael has reached the level of Abed worthy of destroying, so then already Va'atzat HaShamayim V'lo Yematar. Amar of Chazdam, E'na Geshamim Ne'etzarim, E'na Bishvil Bitul Terumot Ma'asrot. The rain stops when people are not giving the Terumot, that's the uh, Terumot, that's the gift I have to give to the Kohen, the 2%. Or the Ma'asrot, referring to Ma'asir Rishon, to Levi, Ma'asir Sheni, that they take to Yerushalayim. When they don't give these Ma'asrot, then Harf Shalom can cause the rains not to come down. Shana Imar. Siyah, Gam Chom, Yigzelu Meme Shelek. That's the Pasuk we just brought from Eov. Me'em Ashma. When do you see this Pasuk talking about the Tirumot? Tanat Ben Bishmael. Bishvid Devarim Shesviti Etchem Bimot Tahama. So the word siyah is like red siva. Siva gam hom. Those laws that I've commanded you in the summer months, that's when you're giving your tirumot and ma'asrot, that's after you have grown the wheat already and now are uh, reaping it and giving it to the, to the, to the proper people, karim the vim, velo asitim. So because you did not follow the commandment that I gave you in the summer, meaning tirumot and ma'asrot, so it's going to steal from the winter months, meaning from the rainy season. So because of Bitul Terumot Ma'asrod, there are no rains. Comes the Gemara and says, Amar Bishimon, Ben Pazi, 
אין הגשמים נעצרים, אלא בשביל מספרי לשון הרע. The rain stop because of those people that talk לשון הרע. It's any type of speech that causes uh, derogatory uh, about one's friend, or can Hasbro Shalom cause damage to one's friend, even if it's true, that's called לשון הרע. So because of לשון הרע, that stops the rain. שני אמר, פסוק המשלה, רוח ספון תחולל גשם. The northerly wind is going to stop the rains. The winds are going to blow the clouds away. Why? Ufanim, nizamim. God is going to have angry face to the Jewish people. Because of Nishon Sater. Because of Nishon Sater, because of hidden language. The person usually talks Nishon Ara, not in front of the person. And therefore, because he's talking behind his back, Nishon Sater. <coughs> so then already... That causes the northerly wind to blow the clouds away, so there's not going to be rains. Like the pasuk says in the Torah, Arur Maker Ehu Basater, and that's referring to somebody that speaks Lashon Ara, like Rashi says over there. Like it says in the Tehilim, Meloshni Basater Ehu. That's also referring to the Avon that's done Basater, which is Lashon Ara. That should be noted that all the rabbis agree to each other, even though each rabbi is bringing a different. Cause mm-hmm. they're just trying to say it can be one of many things why the rain stops, not exclusively because of Masrod or because of the Rashonara. Uh, each rabbi can agree with his colleague, each one was just looking at it from a different aspect. One of the different reasons why uh, this happens. Amar of Salah, Amar of one of the reasons why the rain starts because of the brazen, brazenness of people. God refrained the ribibim. Ribibim are the drops of rain. And God stopped bringing the rains that are called malkosh. Why? Because a person had the brazenness, like an isha zona, and the end of the pasuk says, "Meant hikalem." You refuse to be shamed, which means even though the person is committing uh, sins, and even though a moriyalam is punishing them, they're brazen. They refuse to receive the rebuke. So that she learns that the main part of the, the rasha is from me'anti kalim, from the end of the pasuk. Mm-hmm. That, that's a brazenness. And usually a person that's humble, and he gets rebuked, he gets punished, he's remorseful. remorseful. Mm-hmm. Here, me'anti kalim, you refuse to get uh, humiliated from the rebuke. And then what do you see? Because of that, Bode Olam stops the rain from coming down. What did you have to do from the end of the pasuk? The pasuk that the Gemara quoted is uh, fine enough. It says the reason why the rain stopped because she had the brazenness of the isha zona. You didn't need that last meant ikalem. In any event, the Gemara continues. Amar of Salah, Amar of Menuna, Kol Adam sheyeshlo azut panim. Anybody that has brazenness, sof nechshal ba'avera. Know that that midah of brazenness, at the end he's gonna he's gonna commit a sin. Shneimar umesar isha zona hayalach meantikalim. Since you refuse to be, you know, ashamed or embarrassed because of your azut panim, therefore you can even go commit uh, the worst sins. 
Because it's the humility of a person, the shame of a person that stops him from committing sin. Rav Nachman Amar, not that he's going to sin. You see a person with brazenness, rest assured he's a sinner already. Which means already, you committed the sin already, it's in the past tense. It doesn't say that's going to be in the, uh, in the future. Which means, according to Rav Nachman, the Azut Panim is uh, so uh, strong to lead to sin, you could assume already that whoever has the Azut Panim already is from the sinners. No, he also can bring to it over time. And therefore he's looking at his, it can lead. No, 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 no. It's so strong, the Azut Panim, it can actually be an indication that the person sinned already. Anybody that has azut panim mutar likroto rasha, you can actually call that fellow a rasha, even though in the Gemara Kedushin says if you call a person a rasha, you get uh, lashes because of it, or you call a person a name, let's say I should say, that is not uh, befitting for him, he gets uh, lashes. That's not talking about somebody that's a that's uh, az panim. Az panim, it's uh, it's okay, which means that's only talking about let's say. Uh, like the Gemara says over there, if a person calls his friend a uh, mamzir, so then already he gets malkut. Uh, the Gemara says. However, when it comes to calls a person a rasha, uh, like over here it's saying mutar, it's permissible. Shnei Emar he is ish rasha befanav. Pasukim Shnei says he is the person that has hazut. What does the pasuk call him? Ish rasha. As a brazenness, brazenness. He's arrogant. He doesn't care. He has no shame for anything. He does things. Which means it's not included in the uh, in the Torah. When the Torah says, "He's not included." Which means you're even allowed to hate the as panim. Uh, you see, not like that. Shneimar the oz panav yeshune. So over here, the little little interpretation of pasuk is the oz person that has oz person that has Torah Torah has oz panav yeshune. His face will change, which means he has a, a, a glow like Moshe Rabbeinu. The oz panav yeshune. But the Gemara says, "Al tekre yeshune ela yisane." It means ve'oz panav, a person that has brazenness in his face, yisane he will be hated, implying that what you can actually hate him. Look at Nashi over here. Besanoto. Let's just go to the one before that. Ha'ez ishi yesh ba'azut panim. You're not going to be deserving of Malkut. Just on that alone, the brazenness, you can call him Rasha. You can even hate him. It's written without a Vav. So you can read it as, meaning brazenness. Yisane. B'sheva. 
Now this, these words over in Rashi, B'Sheva, are a little difficult because you're not reading the word Yisna. You're reading it Yisane, which means he will be uh, hated. He's really not changing the, the Sheva of it. It's really changing the Sheen to a Sin. That's the key of the Rashi. Instead of Yishune, it's really Yisune. So what does Rashi mean over here with the uh, Sheva? So the Mephashim over here struggled to try to uh, to try to make sense uh, to make sense of it. Yeah, where's that Masorat Shas? He just says Sarich Lomar Beshin Semalit. At the end of the Shin, instead of the words Sheva, Shin Semalit, meaning a scene, meaning Yeh The Maharsha has a different interpretation over here. The Maharsha says. Shem Rashetevot Besin Vealef Besheva Besin Vealef Which means what Ashi over here is saying that you will need Yisaneh because if you look at the shot of the Pasuk it says Veoz Panav Yeshuneh Now we explain that to mean what? That a person that has Torah Veoz Panav Yeshuneh Now if it really meant change it would be spelled with a He Yeshuneh is to change. Yeshuneh with an alif doesn't mean to change. Mm. So therefore, as she's telling you, the reason why you're changing the scene to a simalit is because of the alif at the end of the word, which is masked by Yeshuneh, meaning be hated. So therefore, it was the alif at the end of the word that tipped us off on the derashah, because if it was like the pshar of the pasuk, it would be spelled Yeshuneh with a hair. But a person that has Torah, the oz, panav Yeshuneh's face changes. The hair should have been written. So the fact that the Aleph is written at the end, so that's Sin'ah. And therefore the Sheen must be a Sin, similar Sheva, meaning Besin Ve'Aleph. It's the Sin and the Aleph that uh, is the uh, indication over here of the, of the, of the, the Maharsha and the Stanchi Tatrashi. Right? Mm. Correct. Right, he has the, uh, the italics there. Talking about a person that does the sins in public, uh, outright. Yeah, brazen, brazenness. We know what brazenness is. Amar of Ketina, Ela Geshamim Ne'asarim, Ela Bishvil Bitul Torah. Means a person, the, the rain stopped because of what? Because of Bitul Torah. Because the people are not learning Torah. Shane Amar, Ba'at Saltaim, Yimach Amekare. Which literally means because of laziness, the roof caves in. Person has a roof that's uh, leaking, and he doesn't want to broke it, doesn't want to fix it. Eventually, what's going to happen? Caves in. Bishvil atzlu shayab Yisrael shelo asku b'Torah, because of the laziness of the Jewish people that did not study Torah. Naase sonu shel Kadosh Baruch Hu. Mach keviachol. They're calling the pasuk over here hamkare is a Kadosh Baruch Hu, the one that rules the world, right? The one that's in the shamayim. Because of the laziness of Christ that don't study Torah, we make We make him weak, which means we do not allow him to give beracha into the world. And therefore, our actions directly affect the way Kadosh Baruch Hu runs the world. So, because of our laziness, we make the mekare of the world, like Kadosh Baruch Hu, weak. We hold them back, exactly, yeah. from giving the reins. Ve'en mach ela ani. That's what I'm saying, kiviachol. Our actions uh, affect, Kadosh Baruch Hu obviously created that in the world, that our actions uh, will directly affect the way He acts towards us. 
ve'en mach ela ani. When it says the pasuk yimach, that means impoverish. Shne'emar ve'imachum me'arkecha. She has a person made a donation, the neder. However, we can't afford it. Ve'imachu. If he's poor and he cannot afford the uh, uh, the uh, the donation that he made, ve'en mekare. When it says the pasuk mekare, elah kadosh baruchu, it's referring to God. Shne'emar hamkare b'mayim aliyotah bore olam that roofs the heavens with water. He's the he's the mekare because there's water in the heavens as well. So therefore, let's go back to the pasuk now. The pasuk is saying ba'atzaltaim because of the laziness of Klaisel betul Torah yimach hamkare we impoverish a kadosh baruchu in the sense that he cannot now he will refrain. From giving us the rain. Rabbi Yosef Amar Me'ach. Rabbi Yosef said, no, I'll show you another pasuk that shows us that what? That Pitut Torah is the cause of the stopping of the rain. So, Iyov. Ve'ata lo ra'u or. Obviously, or is Torah. People stop to look at the light of the Torah. Bahiru bashakim. Now, even though the Gemara is going to explain, you can have clouds in the skies. The wind is going to come and clear them out, meaning it's not going to rain. Now, what does this mean? Which is even if the sky is filled with white patches. Like the Baharit of the Sara'at, the Mitzorah has white patches, they call it Baharit. Even if the sky is filled with white patches of clouds, what's going to happen? For the rains to come down. God's going to send a wind and it's going to blow the clouds away. Why? Because of Lora Uor. Because they have Bitul Torah. Amar bi ami, ena geshamim ne'asarim, ena ba'avon gazel. The reason why the rain stopped is because of thievery. People are stealing. Shnei emal, like the pasuk says in the Yov, al kapayim kisa or because of kapayim, because of the sin that's done with a person's hand. The kapayim is palms kisa or God refrained the or, which in this pasuk is referring to rain. The Gemara says ba'avon kapayim kisa. Or because of the sin of kapayim, of the thievery, God has refrained the rain. Ve'en kapayim el hamas. How do we know that kapayim, the palms, are referring to thievery? Shne'emar, umene hamas, asher bechapehem. From the thievery that is in their palms. Ve'en or el matar. Now how do we know the word or in this passage is referring to rain? Shne'emar, yafis anan oro. So the Malach is going to scatter the cloud of rain of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So therefore it's referring to the rains of HaKadosh Baruch Hu become uh, limited because of Gezel. So what's the solution? Which means, how does a person now gain the graces of HaKadosh Baruch Hu to get the rain back? Well first of all, before you can pray, you have to return to Gezel. And after you return to Gezel, now you have to pray for appeasement. First you have to take care of the Ben Adam Nahavero. And after you take care of the Ben Adam Nahavero, then of course you have to pray to God <coughs> to get mercy. How do you know? Because the end of the Pasuk says to Neymar, 
Now, Borei Olam was commanded to come down b'mafkiyah. What does mafkiyah mean? Ve'en pigiyah ila tefillah. Shne'emar, ve'ata al tetpalil ba'ad ha'amazeh ve'al tefga' bi. So we see that the tefillah is pigiyah. So then by sav'alav, God will command the rains back when the person beseeches him. What's it mean? It says in Kohedet. What is the explanation over here? In, in Barzel, the way they're explaining it, Lashi over here in this Kohedet, means if you see Barzel, if you see iron, uh, the, the iron, let's say, hedev, the sword, keha, it becomes dull. Mm-hmm. It's not uh, sharp, and it's not shiny, as the pasuk says, lo panim, which means it does not have uh, um, the uh, kilkal. Kilkal is uh, shininess. It loses its luster. So what is that pasuk referring to in our uh, 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 context over here? If let's say you see a sky that's not producing rains, it became uh, dull, like Barzel, that lost its sharpness, from giving the rains, because of the ma'asim of the generation that are mikulkal. Uh, that's what it means, kilkal. Because the Benado, the generation, they were Mikalkel, their, uh, their ways. So again, Imkeha Barzel, if you see the sky becomes dull, like a piece of iron that loses its luster and, 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 and sharpness, because Vehu lo panim Kilkal, because Vehu, the generation has Kilkul, which is their actions are Mikulkal. Ma Takanatan, so what's the Takana? We go to the end of the Pasuk, Yitkabiru Berahamim, they have to pray. Shereemar, the Hayalim Yigabir. They have to muster up soldiers, soldiers, legions, meaning in what? In tefillah. The yitron hachshir chokhmah. Which means they would have been better off if their ways would have been good in the first place. Which is if they were away from the beginning and they never mekalkeled around, they wouldn't have to come to special tefillah in order to pray for the rains. So therefore, the yitron, which means there would be... Uh, Yoter Geshem Mimash Yored Ayyadeh Hayadim Yigaber, which is even though the Hayim Yigaber, they're gonna get soldiers to pray, Yoter, they would have got more rain if what? Hachsher Chokhmah. If they would have been prepared already with the Chokhmah from before, they would have had a bigger Berachah than they're gonna get even now after they pray. Baruch Anu Ale Olam. Amen. Ve'amen.